Hey everybody, how's your week going? Hope it's been a great week and uh, as always, Wednesday evening, midweek moment. Looking forward to spending a few moments with you. Uh, before we get started tonight, I want to uh, let you know that I'm starting a new series this coming Sunday morning uh, called Run the Race. How to run our race. God has us in a race, it's called life and there's a way to run it and be successful. So join me this Sunday morning for this brand new series. But tonight we're going to jump back into the book of James and uh, pick up where we left off last week. Uh, if you remember last week, uh, James was talking about avoiding self-deception. That sometimes in our life we deceive ourselves. I've often said the devil could take 30 days off and we'd still have problems in our life. We'd still fall into temptation, we'd still deceive ourselves, or as James said, fool ourselves. So last week James gave us some advice three points. He said, if you want to avoid self-deception, you have to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Quick to hear, make sure you're listening, but listening to the right people. First and foremost, God. You have to be uh, slow to speak. Sometimes speaking, we get ourselves in a lot of trouble. When we run our mouth, and certainly when we lose our temper, and run our mouth, we get ourselves in a lot of trouble and we end up just deceiving ourselves. So tonight we're going to look at two other points, two other keys that James gives to us to avoid self-deception. Let's pick it up, James 1.18. He chose, God chose to give birth to us by giving us His true word. And we, out of all creation, became His prized possession. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel good. Verse number 21. So get rid of all filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. So James gives us two other keys to avoiding self-deception. And it's as though he paints a picture here that our heart is kind of like a garden, kind of like soil, and how we how we respond to the Word of God or the seed that is planted makes all the difference in the world. So here's what he tells us to do. Two points tonight. First of all, if you're going to avoid self-deception, you have to get rid of evil. You have to get rid of evil in your life. You have to confront things in your life that are wrong. Sometimes we excuse things in our life. Sometimes we uh, ignore things in our life that are really hurtful to us, that end up deceiving us. You know, we live in a culture today that uh, uh, operates by situational ethics. Uh, we live in a culture today that somehow uh, the lines that used to be so clear are blurred. And uh, uh, situational ethics is that, that attitude or that mentality that my ethics is determined by the situation that I'm in. If I'm with this group of people and I'm in this kind of situation, then these are my ethics. If I'm with this group of people, and I'm in this type of situation, then my ethics may change. And I would say that's totally wrong. I would say all of us need a constitution in our life. All of us need convictions in our life. All of us need to have lines in our life where right is right and wrong is wrong. And if something, if lying was wrong 25 years ago, lying's wrong today. If adultery was wrong 25 years ago, it's wrong today. So we have to get rid of evil in our life because our heart is a garden. And he's talking here about the Word of God, receiving the Word of God, accepting the Word of God. 
And any gardener knows that if you're going to have a healthy garden and a fruitful garden, you've got to pull the weeds out of your garden. So when we get rid of evil in our life, and it's not somebody else's responsibility to address the evil in my life. I need to get rid of the junk in my life, the clutter in my life, the things that are wrong in my life. I need to pull those weeds up and get rid of them. Number two, humbly accept the Word. Humbly accept the Word of God. The word accept means to take it with your hand. It means to receive it with favor, to, to welcome it. We need to be open to the Word of God in our life. In the 18th verse, he talked about the Word that gives us life, talking about salvation. But then down in the 21st verse, he says that we need to humbly accept the Word that God has put in our heart. So I think, first of all, to have a relationship with Jesus, to experience personal salvation, you have to accept the Word of God that transforms us, that brings forgiveness and grace into our life. But after we become a follower of Christ, it's important for us on a daily basis to humbly accept the Word of God. Remember, James in verse 19 said we have to be quick to hear. We have to be quick to listen to what God is saying because it's only through the Word of God that we're able to avoid deception in our life. The opposite of being deceived is walking in truth and truth comes from the Word of God. So I would say uh, that on a daily basis we need to read the Word. I think it's important that we meditate on the Word, think about what we're reading. I think it's important that we memorize Scripture. I'm a big believer in memorizing Scripture, taking it to memory. And then I think it's important that we personalize Scripture. I think that's how we humbly accept the Word of God. When you personalize it, then you take a verse, and it's not just God so loved the world, it's that God so loved me that He gave His only begotten Son. So that's how you read it, meditate, memorize, and personalize the Word of God. Because self-deception really begins in our heart when we ignore the Word of God, when we don't accept the Word of God, when we don't listen to the Word of God, when we don't receive the Word of God. And I don't know why it is, but we all do it. I don't know why it is that we argue with God, uh, why that we ignore God, why that at times uh, we want to keep God at arm's length, why we ignore and and disregard clear instructions that God gives us about the importance of, of removing evil from our life, the importance of forgiving people that hurt us, the importance of prayer, the importance of, of church, the importance of giving and tithing, but we do. And when we do those things, when we ignore those things in our heart, then we are on the path to self-deception. And uh, it's really a heart issue. It, it, it truly is a heart issue. And I'm sure some watching tonight, like me, have uh, had an EKG uh, or had a stress test. And we know the purpose of an EKG or a stress test is to, to test the health of our heart, to determine the condition that our physical heart is in. I know that uh, whenever I go to Thailand, and I go there usually every year, haven't since COVID, but go there usually every year, and I'm either speaking at a conference or doing missions work, and when I do, I, I spend a couple of days in Bangkok, and I go to Bumrungrat Hospital. It is a five-star international hospital in Bangkok, and people literally from all over the world come to that hospital. 
And I get an annual physical there every year and they print it all up and I bring it back and give it to uh, our doctor here. But each year I do that, I get an EKG and a stress test and they're trying to determine how healthy my heart is, the condition of my heart. And the heart is important spiritually as well because Jesus addresses the heart. In fact, all through scripture, it talks about the importance of the heart. And I wanna read a passage of scripture uh, several verses from Matthew chapter 13 because Jesus taught a parable here and it's all about the heart. It's about the Word of God which he describes as seed and the condition of the human heart and how receptive the human heart is to the Word of God. Verse 18, Matthew 13. Now listen to the explanation about the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one, the devil, comes and snatches away the seed, that is the word of God, that was planted in their hearts. And the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. And then Jesus said the seed that fell among the thorns represent those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. And then the seed that fell on the good soil represents those who truly hear and understand hear and receive it and understand it, God's word, and produce a harvest, notice this, 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as has been planted. This is a parable about hearing the word of God. It's a parable about humbly accepting the word of God. And Jesus describes four kinds of heart here. He says there's a hard heart. Sometimes people reject the Word of God because there's hardness in their heart. And what hardens their heart is pride, arrogance. What hardens their heart uh, may be sin because they don't want to get evil out of their life or sin out of their life. What hardens their heart could just be the circumstances of life. Sometimes life beats us up and if we're not careful, we harden our heart towards God and His Word. It talks about a shallow heart. Some people are just shallow. Uh, as they, they, they look at the things of God and, and, and they just accept it as emotional. Well, I think emotion is part of knowing God, but you can't just go by emotions. Sometimes people are just flippant about the things of God. We can't be that way. A crowded heart. Sometimes our heart is crowded by the worries of life, crowded out by anxiety, crowded out by fear crowded out by a busy calendar and all kinds of activities that don't allow us to spend enough time listening and accepting humbly the Word of God. But then there's the fruitful heart, the heart that is hungry, the heart that accepts, the heart that receives, the heart that is willing to listen. That is good soil. Anytime you have that kind of heart, it's good soil that's receptive to the Word of God. And the bottom line is this, we can't avoid self-deception in our life. If we're not quick to hear God, slow to speak, slow to anger, if we're not willing to address the evil, the stuff in our life that we need to get rid of, and we don't humbly on a daily basis accept the Word of God. 
That's why throughout scripture, we read, take care of what you listen to. Be careful of how you hear. Hearing is important. Receiving is important. God does not want us to be deceived. He wants us to be victorious in our life. He wants us to overcome in our life. He wants us to experience all that he has for us, his blessing and favor and protection and provision. But we can't do that if we're always deceiving ourselves. Stop blaming the devil for everything. Sometimes we have to take responsibility for self-deception. And yet James gives us five keys on how to avoid it in our life. Friend, I appreciate you. I hope I'll see you this Sunday when I launch the new series. And if not, I'll catch you back here at the Midweek Moment next Wednesday. Take care.